Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready, ready for him to come and take us back to that place he's been preparing for his born-again people. Joe Schwartz here with a message I shared at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship, our new church plant in Pearland, bordering Houston, Texas. Come visit us sometime at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship, where I teach the Bible line upon line, chapter upon chapter, book upon book through the entire Bible. You can learn more at my website, watchtherefore.tv. Again, watchtherefore.tv. And now, let's hear a line upon line teaching from the Lord's Word. So thankful to be with you for this special Passover resurrection episode of the program Watch Therefore. I'm standing just outside the gates of the old city, the ancient city of Jerusalem, biblical Jerusalem. The walls around the city now were built by the Turks in the 1700s. Behind me, the Mount of Olives. And we're going to pick up in Exodus 12 and talk about the Passover. But first, let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, Holy Father, please fill us with your Holy Spirit and help us in this modern time see how relevant and powerful your Passover and resurrection message is for us all today. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Exodus chapter 12, the Lord has already poured out nine terrible plagues of wrath on Egypt, the most mighty country in the world. There's one more plague coming, the death of the firstborn across Egypt. And that's where we pick up in Exodus chapter 12. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons, according to each man's need. You shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight, and they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat it. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night, roasted in fire with unleavened bread and with no bitter herbs, they shall eat it. And so the Lord commands the children of Israel to identify and, and select a blemishless, spotless lamb. They were to keep it four days. And certainly in that four days, they would be able to confirm if it, that it had no blemishes. And then they were to kill the lamb take some of its blood and put it on the doorposts and lintel of the house. And then they were to cook the lamb, eat the lamb with unleavened bread, bread without leaven in it. And now we go to verse 22 and 23. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop, dip it in the blood that is in the basin and strike the lintel and the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin, and none of you shall go out of the door of his house until morning. For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood on the lentil and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to strike you. And so they were then 
to to take this hyssop, a leafy branch, dip it into that blood from the spotless lamb, and they were to strike the lintel and the wooden doorposts of the house with the blood of the lamb. They were to cook and eat the lamb with unleavened bread, and the the wrath of God would pass over the house that had the blood of the lamb on the wooden doorposts. Now let's fast forward to the gospel of John chapter one, verse 29, where John the Baptist sees Messiah Jesus. He says, behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And then later, four days before Passover, the lamb of God comes down that same Mount of Olives you're looking at right now on a white donkey into Jerusalem and four days during that four days before Passover the religious leaders pick at the Lamb of God to try to find blemishes and spots they said good teacher should we Israel pay taxes to Caesar we've got him if he says don't pay taxes the Romans will come down on him if we say pay taxes the children of Israel will reject him but he's the lamb of God, this spotless, only begotten son of God. And he says, render to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God what is God's. Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah. And then uh, we see this Passover message this time as the Passover is about to begin. And Messiah Jesus in Matthew chapter 26 says, or it says about him, and as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. So the Lamb of God is at the Passover Seder table. Yes, this is the ceremony. Uh, the first night of Passover, and that then leads into the Feast of Unleavened Bread. The Jews have celebrated since the time of the Exodus, and certainly they were here with the Lamb of God, the most important Passover ever. The Lamb of God is standing there, and he, he takes the unleavened bread. Leaven in the Bible is a picture of sin. He breaks that bread. He said, this represents my body. Take and eat. Listen to this. When you eat something, you become one with it because it becomes one with you. Hallelujah. If we're saved, if we're believers in Messiah Jesus, we are in Christ and Christ is in us. Yes, this leaven, this unleavened bread, this unleavened bread represents this sinless, spotless Savior. They had picked at him for four days. They could find no spots, no blemishes. And now he takes the unleavened bread representing this sinless lamb of God. And he says, take and eat. Oh, hallelujah. And, and, and then he takes up the cup of the blood of the new covenant and he drinks it. He tells them to take a drink from it. Yes. And says, this is the blood of the new covenant. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. This represents is a picture of the blood of the new covenant. His blood, the Lamb of God, that would be shed for the remission of our sins. And then 
while Passover lambs are being slaughtered at this time, this Passover season in Jerusalem. The Lamb of God having been beaten, taken stripes on his back by the Roman uh, torturers, the Roman uh the Romans that were executioners and brutal soldiers, they beat the Lamb of God's back till it, the blood dripped down. And, and, and they put a crown of thorns on his head so you and, you and I could have crowns of rewards in glory. Oh, hallelujah. And, and next, what did the Lamb of God do? He laid his broken and beaten body down on the wooden cross. He said, you don't take my life. I lay it down willingly. And, and then they struck the wooden cross. They struck the wooden cross with the blood of the lamb. And the lamb of God went up on the cross and his innocent blood spilled down that cross to pay for every time we've lied, cursed God's name, stolen, lusted, and so much more. He paid for our sins, the lamb of God, and they put him in the grave. They put him in the grave. And this is where we leave off for right now. This is where we leave off for right now. But in just a moment, oh, hallelujah, there was such great sorrow and, 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 and troubled hearts of those who followed Messiah Jesus, his disciples. But oh, hallelujah, there's some good news coming. We'll be back in just a moment from Jerusalem, the city of the great king. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTernan and myself, we're working through our Israeli-believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I want to talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I want to say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great Savior, Jesus, 
please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. Box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. Hi, I'm Sandy Shoshani, the National Director of Israel Pro-Life. We thank God that we have been able to save many lives of women and babies through the help of loving believers, Christians, Jews, others around the world who care. And one of our primary supporters is blessing Israeli believers through people like you who love Israel, who pray for Israel, and who pray for the mamas and their babies. And I know that you, as those who honor God and love God, want to help Israelis say, therefore, choose life, that you and your children may live in this land. And so I thank you and bless you and ask you to join Dove and John and myself as we work to protect the moms and the babies here in Israel. Be a part of the lives. Be a part of the lives of Israelis, of the women who struggle, of the babies whose first cries, that Sabarim, the native-born Israelis, as they're born here, be a part of the work that God is doing today in restoring the nation of Israel. Thank you so much, and I bless this blessing Israeli believers, and I bless you today, friends. Amen, amen, from Jerusalem. We left uh, the first teaching segment, the Passover segment of this special episode of the program Watch Therefore here in Jerusalem. Maybe you just joined the program. There's the Mount of Olives behind me. I'm here in Jerusalem. And so the Lamb of God, they put him in the grave. And now we're going to Luke chapter 24. Here we go. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared, but they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Excuse me. Hallelujah. Then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? Double hallelujah. He's not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spoke to you to, when he was in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again? Three hallelujahs, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And they remembered his words. Then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. And their words seemed to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. But Peter arose and ran to the tomb, and stooping down, 
he saw the linen clothes lying by themselves, and he departed marveling to himself at what had happened. And yes, as we tell people today that Messiah Jesus is alive, he's risen from the grave. Many listen to us, and then they, sla- they laugh like, oh yeah, these are just idle tales. No, he's alive. Hallelujah. He is alive. So now what we're going to do is we're going to go over to John chapter 20, beginning in verse 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, peace with you. There's no shut doors that can keep this Savior Jesus out. If the stone was rolled away and the stone couldn't keep him in, shut and barred doors won't either. He comes in a glorified state, the glorified King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And truth be told, the stone wasn't rolled away so Jesus the Lord could leave the tomb. The stone was rolled away so the disciples could come into the tomb and see that it was empty. Can someone again say hallelujah and amen? When he said this, he showed them his hands and and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them, peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. And we need to remember this resurrected Savior who saved us. Yes, our Father sent him and he sends us. Our Savior Jesus sends us. He says, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, teaching them all things that he has commanded. And lo, he's with us even to the end of this age. And folks, we are right at the end of this age. Well, in John, uh, we see this scenario continues in verse 24. Now, Thomas called the twin, one of the 12 was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. So he said to them, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And so I've had people I share the gospel with and they say this, well, I don't believe that. I say, yeah, I know that's the problem. That's the problem. That's why I'm talking to you right now. That's why God sent me to you right now. He doesn't want you to go to hell. And unbelief is the greatest sin of all. Unbelief in the crucified for our sins and resurrected Savior is the greatest sin of all. And so he tells us today, blessed are those who have not seen, but have believed and yet have believed. He's alive, folks. Jesus the Lord is alive. And and, and so think of this as we consider the Passover and resurrection special message today. That maybe you're watching and you've never truly believed in this risen Savior. You've never been born again. And if you have, 
this will be a great comfort to you. Why? Because the blood of the lamb poured down that old rugged cross and he was buried. And on the third day, he rose from the grave. He paid for our sins. And he says, to be saved, you must repent. Change your mind about your sins. Change your mind about your unbelief. Turn from your old way and turn to Jesus the Lord and call upon his name to be saved. Because when you do that, what you're doing in effect is, is taking the blood of the lamb and applying it to the doorpost of your heart. That when the wrath of God is poured out in judgment, that his wrath will pass over you. Why? Because you have the blood of the lamb on the doorpost of your heart. Oh, hallelujah. So maybe today, for the first time, you would admit, I don't have the blood of the lamb on the doorpost of my heart. I've never received Jesus as Lord. I've never turned away from my sins. Folks, we're running out of time. That Savior who stood on that Mount of Olives behind me, and he said, watch therefore and be ready when you see these signs that are all around us in the world today like never before. This is the time to like never before turn your life over to the Savior Jesus and to apply the blood of the Lamb to the doorpost of your heart. The wrath of God is about to be poured out in the seven-year tribulation. Billions are about to perish on this earth. And these shakings are warning us, get ready, get ready, get ready. How? By applying the blood of the lamb to the doorpost of your heart. Cry out to him now, oh, Jesus, Lord, save me. Ready to turn my life over to you. I trust in you. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose again. Save me, Jesus, Lord. The Bible says, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And if you're doing that right now, we have a free brochure we want to send you called How to Begin My New Life in Christ. Please contact us. We want to send you that brochure today. We want to send that to you. Call us, email us, text us, send us a smoke signal. No, I'm just kidding. So call us today. I want to pray with you and, and rejoice with you as you begin your new life in Christ Jesus. Yes, let me pray with you now. Oh, Father in heaven, there may be someone who's calling upon your name right now, Lord. Oh, this even this little bird here in Jerusalem is rejoicing. Hallelujah. And your word says all heaven is rejoicing when one sinner repents. So please save, heal, and bless precious ones right now. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. And, and, and for all of you who are watching, I want to add an additional prayer. Hey, the Lord said my house shall be called what? A house of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, for all of our viewers who are watching today, in these times, may we latch on to, may we hold on to you, Lord Jesus, our crucified and resurrected Savior. And may we believe and trust in you more than ever, because certainly you're not in that grave. You have risen. We celebrate you today, Lord Jesus. We praise your most holy name. Bless every viewer tremendously from Jerusalem, Lord Jesus. And we say hallelujah together and amen. Yes, so it's been so wonderful. I've been in Israel this week. This is the icing on the cake here in Jerusalem in this Passover season to share with you the Passover resurrection message for the hour. Now more than ever is a time to watch therefore and be ready King Jesus is coming for us any moment. 
Such a blessing to be with you today on the program Watch Therefore. If you would like this program to stay on the air, please consider financially partnering with this radio ministry. You can do so at our website, watchtherefore.tv. Again, watchtherefore.tv or by post, Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Paraland, Texas, 77588, which you can also find on our website. Again, if you're in the Houston area, join us at our new church plant, Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. Our services are Sunday morning at 10.30 and Wednesday evening at 6.30. For more information, go to watchtherefore.tv. And remember to watch therefore and be ready.